Welcome to the Babe Lounge. I'm your host, B. I'm a high school senior photographer helping build confidence in teens while capturing memorable moments. I cannot get enough seeing my seniors come in and leave their senior photo experience with 10,000 times more confidence than they came in with. If you're a high schooler, finally a senior, just graduated, or even a freshman in college, this podcast is for you. Each week, I and sometimes special guests. We'll be bringing you the tips and resources on all things we wish we knew in high school, as a senior, and even transitioning into college. I'm so excited for you to be here, so let's jump right on into it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with one of my middle school English teachers. She has made such a huge impact on me. She's also one of the reasons that I started my business. So it's super cool, full circle to have her on my podcast. So welcome. It's weird to say your first name. Welcome, Katie. Hello, I'm happy to be here. You give me way too much credit. Uh, (laughs) Your talent spoke for itself even in seventh grade. Thank you. Today, I really want to talk about high school relationships and relationships later in life because I know you got married later. Tell me, you said you had high school relationships. So can you give a little like backstory? Yeah, I actually had one high school relationship. I dated my high school sweetheart for five years um, all the way through high school and then up till we were uh, like about middle way through junior year of college. Um, and then we parted ways after that. And I think a big reason looking back, even though I thought I was going to marry this person right out of college, um, you know, at the ripe old age of 21, um, looking back, we just grew up and grew apart because he went away to school. I stayed here and we each became kind of our own person. And, um, even though we, aren't we didn't get married um we were able to maintain our friendship afterwards um for a little bit but then mostly we just kind of parted ways and are both successful adults with families now that's amazing uh back in high school did you feel kind of I feel like there's always like the you marry your high school sweetheart that kind of pressure did you feel that while you were in that relationship at all only for myself Um, I think I was super, I thought I was super ready, um, to graduate and then get married and start having kids. But, um, looking back again, hindsight's 2020 when you're in it, it's a little different, but I think that I definitely needed to go out and be on my own, live on my own, um, and not be kind of tied to the same person I was when I was 15 years old. Do you regret being in a relationship during your high school? Because some people, I know people who like have never been in a relationship and they're just going into college. Um, And then they feel that pressure too, that they've never been able to experience that. Uh, Do you have any like advice on that? I don't necessarily regret being in a relationship through high school. Um, I think it would have been a little bit different in college had I not gone into college with a boyfriend from uh, a different school. I think I limited myself in, you know, meeting new people in that regard just because I was 
worried about when I was going to go and visit him at college and not really fully putting myself into my new environment um, in college. So I think that would be one thing. But at the same time, I we didn't want to break up just to break up to go to college. So we kind of talked about if it works, it works. And it did for a long time, like I said, and, until we kind of figured out that we were just different people. Yeah. Do you like your own college experience, do you think you held yourself back from doing things? Like if you went into it as a single freshman? I do. I do think I held myself back. One of the things that um, I won't let my kids do is stay home for school. Um, Mm -hmm. I decided to not go away. Um, I was the oldest, or I am the oldest of my siblings. And um, at the time, my grandma was really sick and she was living with us. And I just felt like I wanted to stay home. Um, But I do think that kind of hindered me a little bit in becoming the independent person that I did eventually become once I started my career as a teacher um, and moved out. I think I would have not made some of the mistakes I made as a someone in their mid-20s. I think I would have made that mistake like when I was in college instead because I would have moved away or moved out sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not that it's a bad thing to go into college uh, with a boyfriend or in a relationship. So for anyone who is in a relationship, they just graduated, they're going into college. Any like advice for them in that position? I would still say like treat it like it's your own college experience. So try to as hard as you can, even if you are going to continue your high school relationship, to kind of put that on the back burner and put yourself first. Um, Try not to think about how many weekends are we going to get to see each other? How far away are we going to be? Um, you know, if it if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I know those cliches are terrible and you don't <laughs> want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it either. Um, but they're kind of true. So I would just definitely put yourself first and make your own decision based on what's going to be best for you in the long run and not what could work out with a high school relationship. Yeah, I have I have the different perspective from I almost followed a guy to college. And I love that like you were in a relationship but you still like you went to your own colleges and that's like a big part of like not being fully or feeling fully codependent on that relationship and that other person. Uh how did you decide not to go to the same college? Oh, that was easy. He went to Rala, the engineering school, oh, and um, yeah. I, uh, math and science, did not my thing. So <laughs> it was not even a possibility that we could go to the same school Gotcha. because I wanted to be a teacher, and my parents at that point would have known um, I was following <laughs> him, and that wouldn't have that wouldn't have been okay because I was uh, they they paid for my college, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but they would have said no. <laughs> yeah. If if you were doing something similar, because I know a lot of like people go in very general or undecided, would do you think you would have potentially tried to go to the same college? Um, I think if I was a math and science person, I definitely could have seen myself trying to manipulate that situation um, so that we could go to the same college. But, you know, otherwise, just like I said, it, it wouldn't have it really wasn't ever on my radar because we weren't ever going into the same career path. <laughs> yeah, that definitely makes it a lot easier. When it comes to, so you're now husband. Uh, when it comes to that, like when you broke up with that 
ex-boyfriend that you had in high school and college did you feel the panic because I know a lot of girls who are in relationships now who aren't in relationships they feel like they're gonna like never find someone and never be in a relationship or never ever have like a successful successful relationship later in life if they don't find someone now whether it be in middle school or high school or college I have two different answers to that so during that time 100 percent, I felt the pressure because my friends were all meeting people and they came home from college basically with um their husband like who were going to be their husbands I also was in 15 weddings during my 20s the mm-hmm. movie um 27 dresses was like uh, my biography um but now looking back I'm really happy that it kind of ended up that way and I didn't actually meet start dating my husband until I was 32 so yeah how did you meet because I feel like again there's so much pressure I feel like I feel like girls especially put on themselves to who are looking for husbands like I'm never gonna meet him or like it has to be like this big thing big production like how did you actually meet well that story is slightly complicated but um we first met when we both were summer camp counselors one year he was not ready for any sort of relationship and I was actually dating someone at the time and we were co-camp counselors to the same group so we hit it off and like there was always some attraction there but it just wasn't the right the timing was off and then we actually reconnected on Facebook (laughs) um which is not so glamorous but um and he just asked if like we could go get a drink and I thought I was meeting up with like an old friend and Mm. then we started dating so and we got married a year and a half later (laughs) I feel like from the stories I've heard because I have zero actual knowledge on it but people who end up meeting their spouse it's like the most unexpected ways and I know it's such a cliche for people to be like you're not going to see it coming or like it's when you're not looking for love like they're going to appear but like I feel like it's it's true in a lot of cases so again yeah a lot of people would tell me that especially when I turned when I was 28 29 30 that was really when the pressure was starting to build like okay I really I knew I wouldn't have a family I wanted to get married um but yeah, I was totally least expecting it. Um, I kind of joke that I had moved out. I had moved to a new place and I was actually started um, graduate school for my second master's degree and I was going to focus on myself. And I just told all my friends, like, no more blind dates. I got off <laughs> any sort of uh, online dating. I'm old, so we did not have any swipe right or left <laughs> situations going on at that time. Um, and I just said, I'm going to focus on myself. And three weeks later was when I met my now husband for a drink. <laughs> so I love that. Um, yeah, I don't really love online dating culture now. So that also for me is a worry because I'm just like, how am I? I'll, I'll probably end up going to Facebook it. At, at some point uh so in between the ex-boyfriend you had in college and now husband when you experience like if you dated anyone in between and like experienced those breakups and it was like the later in life like how do you feel like that affected you well by the time I met my husband I knew exactly what I wanted and I knew exactly what I didn't want in a relationship mm. And um, I was pretty actually blunt about that with um, my now husband. Um, 
he always jokes, we were about three months into our relationship and I, we, I said, I need to talk to you. And, um, again, I'm, I'm four and a half years older than him. So I just was like, I took the plunge and I said, you know, I just want to make sure we're on the right path here. Like if you're wanting to head towards family and marriage, um, it doesn't have to be today. Or if we're just like hanging out and we're going to be friends and I'm your girlfriend sometimes, um, that's cool, but I'm not really looking for that at this moment. And so, uh, luckily he, uh, was on the same path as I was. Yeah. I think a lot of times too, especially like in high school, we're afraid to bring up like our boundaries and what we actually want with like our significant other, because like, I feel like you feel like they're going to break up with you if they don't agree. And that's okay because I think it saves a lot of relationships because it's not going to get better. Well, right. And at that point, like I said, I was 32. I had decided I was ready to be, I mean, I was already independent, but I was I was really getting happy with myself and I was really excited about what was happening with my my career, my education. I was really focusing on myself. So although I would have been disappointed if he was like, no, I'm really not interested in getting married. Um, I think I would have I would have been OK at that stage of my life as opposed to, um, you know, when I was in my mid 20s. Mm, yeah. Going back to the self-care, because I love that and focusing on yourself because I feel like with all of like the social media and like the TikTok culture that it is now and seeing all these relationships and not being in one and kind of like wishing that was you but at the same time you're like well you know it's fine like I'll meet the right person when I meet the right person how did you really refocus on like your own self-care and like step back from like I don't really I mean we don't need no mans but like it's not really heavily focusing on I'm going down this path and if I do it alone like it's okay. Um, it did take a while to get there. I would definitely not say it was easy. And there were a lot of times, a lot of moments that I was like, okay, like I'm going to be the last person in my group of friends to get married and have kids. That's fine. I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I had plenty of pity parties. But at the end of the day, you know, I just had to decide that I'm going to focus my energy on furthering my career as a teacher and now reading specialist, um, getting more of an education and really focusing on doing things that I wanted to do and not doing things that other people wanted to do. And it was really kind of hard because um, my friends were entering into different a different season of their life. They were starting to have kids and I didn't have kids yet. Um, so, you know, I had to shift some of my friendships and I really had to put myself out there and make some new friends as an adult, which is hard at times um, to find those people that are also in the same season of life as you so that you have those people to talk to and those things in common. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times too, and not in a bad way, but you just kind of grow apart from friends that you had at one point and not that they did anything wrong, not that you did anything wrong, but for like mental health sake, like if all of your friends are having babies and getting married and you're not, and that's something that you put pressure on yourself, like, I think it's good to like back away a little bit at least. Yeah, I was, I loved being, you know, Auntie Katie and a part of everyone's life and I would show up to the birthday parties with the best gift and I had a great time. But at the end of the day, I had to find people who were still in the season of life that I was in so that I could still go out and, you know, be with other single people or even other friends who were in a relationship and not yet married, but didn't have those pressures of having a family. Because yeah, it, 
it always was the way whenever you are with the people with the kids at the you know you're driving home and all you're doing is crying because you want a family so you gotta really the perspective was something I had to really work on and really make choices about who I was hanging out with yeah, having the mix at least, like not that you have to cut everyone out, but like having that mix of, you know, on days where I'm lonely, like I can cry with people and they understand and are where I am. Mm-hmm. And then you can also hang out with the friends that are in a different spot, but then not feel, uh, not uncomfortable, but just feel, again, the pressure of that you're not where they currently are. And that's okay. So getting married like later in life like if you could look or if you could tell you know just freshly broken up katie the one that like high school college that ex-boyfriend but you could tell you that like you are gonna get married and it's just gonna work out and you might have like bumps in the road like what actual advice would you give yourself knowing that it's all happening yeah i definitely would have told uh 21 year old me like it's gonna be okay and again just be selfish and focus on what you want to do right now because there's not a lot of times in your life where it's just you and um, where you can decide what you do for yourself on a day-to-day basis and no one else is depending on you or your decision about what to eat for dinner depends on your husband or your kids or your friends. It's, you know, it's just you. So I would have definitely encouraged myself to put myself first a lot sooner than I did. I think I still was chasing after, you know, wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to find the one, you know, as I was trying on all the bridesmaids dresses that I had to. Um, But I definitely would have told her, like, focus on you a little bit sooner than what I did. Yeah. So husband now, when it comes to I it sounds weird, but like filtering out what you really want and setting those boundaries and not letting I'm such a people pleaser. So not letting people walk over you and saying like, that's a red flag, but like, I'll let it slide. But then you let it slide too many times. Like, obviously, if you married that like college ex-boyfriend now, I don't think you would be as happy. I, you know. Right. And, you know, that relationship didn't like end poorly. It just ended. Um, As I continued through my 20s, I had some relationships that ended really poorly. And I did let those red flags go because I was you know, for lack of a better term, I was ready to settle. You know, mm. I was ready to, you know, get married, have kids and buy a house and have a white picket fence and, you know, get a dog and everything was good. Um, so again, like, I think it was just that I had had those experiences before. So um, when I met my husband now, he, again, this is a cliche, I'm sorry. Um, he is unlike any person that I ever met. Like if, if you would have told me like his list, like if you would have listed the qualities of him, um, inside and out versus any guy I dated, there are no similarities. Mm -hmm. So, so I think again, like having that, those expectations and things that you think you're looking for in a person, um, I really wasn't looking for the right things that were going to compliment me. Yeah. Kind of came out of left field. So yeah, is that the – I know you know baseball. Yep, that's it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. I know my sports enough. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and I, I feel like the settling thing – I see so many of my friends that get in these relationships, and I, I don't want to tell them. And I don't know if your friends told you where you were in those, like, not amazing relationships to what you have now. Like, do you think 
you like did did you listen to them when they gave you no 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 um i always had an excuse for the red flag or and really i wasn't my friends were the ones who could see that i wasn't the same person or i wasn't my best self so and you know it really is like they say it should be easy like it, it should be easy like you shouldn't have to change anything about yourself you still should be able to pursue the things that you want to pursue and your partner should support you in that um and my husband and i have very different hobbies and things that we like he's a big huge sports fanatic i like the cardinals um he plays sports he's very athletic you know he makes fun of me constantly because you know i'm a reading teacher but we support each other in in our strengths so that you know that's how we can be stronger together yeah with the social media age we have now like i i love it but i hate it a lot of times Do you feel like any advice that like you see like these high schoolers and your students going through now? I mean, middle school relationships are hilarious to me because you're like, I'm dating this guy and all you do is hold hands in the hallway or meet at the locker before you get on the bus. Like it's it's whatever. But like what advice with like what we're what we have now as resources and what we're growing up with and what we're taught now with TikTok and the TV shows that are put out like what relationship advice do you have to the younger the younger people I would still say just try your best to stay true to yourself and I know you're trying to figure out what that means and you're growing and you're learning what that means to you but um you know social media had just started when I was in college like you had to have a college email address to get on like I waited on a wait list to be in (laughs) on Facebook like that's I'm gonna date myself and that's fine um but try your best not to get hung up on that I know it's so hard like everybody posts their highlight reel um and And Snapchat like it's you know you have to keep a streak and like if you lose your streak are you okay or if you're not number one best friends with each other does that mean you have to break up like my friend was telling me the other day or it was a while ago but they were saying like what happens like if you have like this 400 day streak with like your husband and then one of you loses it like does that mean you get a divorce oh well so my husband is very good at social media and I'm (laughs) not very good at social media so um he and I don't have a streak we never have he (laughs) it's so funny that you say that because he's very like I said he's on TikTok he he knows all (laughs) he's like sends me videos and I'm like what am I looking at um, but no, we don't have a streak. You know, he's not one of my best friends on Snapchat only because like, I just text him the stuff that I would normally put on Snapchat. So, I mean, it's a little different for us in our generation, but I mean, the concept of Snapchat is most people send half their face or the wall or an outlet and you know, they're mad at you when they send you the baseboard. <laughs> like, you know, something's wrong when a guy sends you an outlet or a baseboard or his like the carpet and it's like he's breaking up with me and like that's like use your words right that's Uh, that's just what I was gonna say I would try your best just to at least have some communication whether it be texting or god forbid you call each other on the phone and talk to each other (laughs) um I know that's like totally 20 years ago but um and even my husband he's five years younger than me so like he doesn't like to talk on the phone he's a texter through and through but like, I'm a phone talker. And I like phone calls, too. So, <laughs> so I would just encourage, like, keeping up with social media is so hard. But also, like, just have that communication with each other. That's not just your Snapchat streak. Mm-hmm. 
I had a conversation um, with a friend and she was like, DMs and Snapchats are fine, but text messages and phone calls and FaceTime are more of a commitment. And that's kind of how you gauge how interested a guy is because like it's not just social media and it's not something that like like you're you're prioritized when you're in, when you have his number i feel like no i would agree with that yeah making those personal i forget that you guys use facetime a lot more than we did um i definitely think that would be a or that's a one way to know that you are important to someone and that you are showing them you know that priority and wanting them to do the same for you Right. And a lot of anxiety, I feel like, comes out of like uh, the social media of like, who is he talking to? Whose photos are is he liking? Like, um, who's he Snapchatting? Like, I remember way back when Snapchat came out, each person had like the list of the top three people they snapped and like they took that away, which like I appreciate. But it was also like, I don't know. You could kind of catch people easier if they were talking to other people, if that even mattered. But people focus a lot on who you talk to. And I don't think there's any problem with guys having girl best friends as long as they're girl best friends. Right. I think social media makes it easier for people to not accuse, but worry. You have a lot more right. worries and a lot more make assumptions about a, a right. type of relationship that somebody has with somebody else, which, you know, it might not be the case. It's just the person, you know, it's just their friend that they're snapping. Um, you know, I like I said, I'm terrible at social media, but my husband's not my, my, for my, I, we don't have a streak. We're not best friends. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of people that we communicate with via social media, but we save the, you know, the text messages, the phone calls right. for each other. I had a guy, I went on one date with this guy, um, but he was like, oh, look at your DMs. Look at all the guys you're, t-. I'm like, this is my business account. Like if you're worried, no. And that was, that was literally what ended the date. I was just like, you are pre-assuming two had no interest in like, what are the dms like he didn't they were all high schoolers like it was all my seniors and all my girls and it just made me laugh because i was like you're you're that concerned now like you didn't even you could have read it at that point but yeah no well if that's the case i'm a person who doesn't care about the red bubbles on my phone so like if you want to assume who i'm talking to based on how many notifications i have <laughs> it's going to be a real problem <laughs> yeah so yeah i just think getting to know trying your best to keep that social media but but you guys really don't have that option because it is everywhere i would love your take on dating apps in the sense of you are in a place where you feel like you're too old to like find someone at like you know in college at class and especially with covid like a lot of people don't talk to the person next to them in class. One, you're like six feet plus apart. So like you're screaming to them through a mask and then everyone's hearing your conversation, which I, I was talking with a friend once in class and our teacher like chimed in and I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for acknowledging that you're listening to our conversation. You can't just like quietly listen before class. It's fine. But when we're we're in this like less outgoing situations would you revert or like, would you hop on a dating app or what else would you do? Yeah. So I spent my fair share of time on, um, like I said, online dating, which could have been an app, but, um, 
I definitely, I tried that avenue because it kind of was the same thing. Once you get out of college and you are trying to meet people, um, while it's not a glamorous, like, you know, when Harry met Sally situation, it, you're not going to meet somebody at the grocery store. I'm sure somebody has or the gas station met or their husband, you know, picking out an apple or something, but <laughs> it didn't happen like that for me. So when I joined online dating, um, it was nice to have like-minded people who were looking for the same thing most of the time. You just had if to weed honest. out. Exactly. You just had to weed out the people who were not looking for those long-term relationships. So I don't think a dating app is bad. I think it's definitely an avenue to put yourself, you just have to be ready to put yourself out there and just weed through all the, uh, uh, just weed through the people who aren't looking for the same thing you are. Right. And like once you're out of college, typically you go into a career and like they're always like, don't date around the office, but it's like, who else are you supposed to meet and how else are you supposed to meet people? So there's there's so many different opinions on dating apps that I think as long as you're honest and you're going in with, you know what your intentions are going into it, it's not the worst thing possible, but you also just have to be smart and know who's honest and who's not and like be safe, obviously. Well, and I wouldn't spend a lot of time um, like being somebody's pen pal. Like you can text message anyone back and forth, you know, for weeks on end. I'm not saying like meet the person the first day you. I mean, there's Zoom now. So like you don't have to give them your number. You can know that they're like a real life human. Yeah. So I would say I would say like, you know, talk for a a week or two and then like meet for coffee. Meet somewhere that you feel safe. You know, I always very publicly at a normal time. Yeah. I always picked the the same place that I knew mm-hmm. the bartender so that if things went sideways, yeah. I could. Oh, my friends, we'd all text each other the location, the time. Like, I'm sure, like, we've, like, all kind of, like, no, like been in the area. So, like, just in case or, like, been that phone call away of, like, there's an emergency at home. Come home right now. Like, made up, obviously. But. Right. You and tell you you should at least tell one person. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I I have several friends who are married to um, their online dating, who they met online dating, and you know, like I said, and much of the apps weren't around when my friends and I were dating. But I know that's how people have met. Yeah. And I think this is obviously this conversation with with online dating is more for the. Like security and reassurance that if you don't have a high school sweetheart or haven't like, you know, you're single in college and you're you're worried about your future when it comes to romantic relationships, that there isn't like a dead end. Like just because you graduate college or even if you don't go to college, like you're moving on into your career and you still don't have a significant other like that's okay. You're not going to live alone forever. Right. I mean, I entered a career that's primarily women driven. So, um, you know, I knew I wasn't going to meet my <laughs> husband uh, at, at school, at work, because I worked with the majority of women. So um, that was definitely an option or an avenue that I knew was out there. But like like we've talked about, just don't don't put so much pressure on yourself. And although that cliche is the last thing you want to hear, um, it will happen when you least expect it. And when you're not feeling like it has to happen right now. Yeah. And then last thing before we wrap up, because I know there's at least one girl or guy, you know, but 
one girl or, you know, one of my seniors listening that is either in a relationship and they know it's probably over, but like, you know, it ha- the breakup hasn't happened or they've recently gone through a breakup. What like, what's like your biggest self-care, like, you know, you could actually do it right now, like self-care tip that you have for them? Be selfish. This is the time you have. Uh, pick something that you want to do, a hobby you like. Um, you know, you don't have to depend on anyone else. Uh, I mean, obviously your parents, but they will most likely support whatever hobby and things that you want, but be as selfish as you can now, because, um, especially after college, you know, you join the workforce and you don't get to decide, you know, as many things as you do right now and really just be as selfish as you can. And and it's okay. I love that. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. This is so fun. And like I said, um, your talent speaks for itself. And I'm super excited that uh, you asked me to come on. Yeah. Thank you again so much for coming on. And thank you guys for listening.